0: Welcome, Chevia Churches, and welcome to those joining us in other places as well. This is Colin, and I hope everyone is keeping very well. We meet together to worship on this podcast for the sixth Sunday of Epiphany. One or two announcements, which you'll be able to find on the website, but I'll be at Yetim Kirk between ten and eleven thirty on Wednesdays. Please note the shorter time. That's because I'll be going to Edinburgh, taking the various stuff to Edinburgh direct aid to be sent out to to Beirut. The Lent study group will begin on Wednesday, the eighth of March, and that will go on for five weeks. If anyone is interested to attend please do get in touch with either Arthur or myself and we'll be able to give you the various details. And Yetim Guild will meet on Tuesday the 22nd of February at 2pm. Let's have our call to worship. Sing to the Lord a new song. Let us make a melody before our God. Let everything that breathes praise the Lord. Let us praise God's holy name together, for God is gracious and steadfast in mercy. Our opening hymn is a hymn 160, Praise My Soul, the King of Heaven. Thank you to heather and garden, let us pray, amazing God, at the beginning of time, your words brought the world into being. Your breath gave us a gift of life, how majestic, how awesome, how wonderful you are, and yet at the same time, you're tender, you're loving, you're kind. We lift up our songs of praise to your name, Generous God. Each day we receive gifts from you, the gift of this new day and the opportunities it presents to us, the gift of food and water that sustain us, the gift of love and friendship that support us. We remember the most precious gift that you've given us, your son Jesus, who showed us how life should be lived and gave his life that we may live. We lift our songs of thanksgiving to your name. Forgiving God, in your presence we've become aware of our own unworthiness. We confess before you that we have not followed our calling. We've not served you as we should. We've not cared for others as we ought. We fall short in so many ways, putting ourselves above others. Renew and remake us through the grace of your Son, Jesus, your love made flesh. And Jesus says, your sins are forgiven. Go, sin no more. Our Lord, the Lord's Prayer. Our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread, and forgive us our debts as we forgive our debtors. Lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. For thine is the kingdom, the power, and the glory, forever. Amen. We turn to the Old Testament, to the, the book of the prophet Jeremiah, chapter 17, reading from verse 5. Thus says the Lord Cursed are those who trust in mere mortals and make mere flesh their strength, whose hearts turn away from the Lord. They shall be like a shrub in the desert and shall not see when relief comes. They shall live in parched places of the wilderness, in an uninhabited salt land. But blessed are those who trust in the Lord, whose trust is the Lord. They shall be like a tree planted by water, sending out its roots by the stream. It shall not fear when he comes, and its leaves shall stay green. And in the year of drought it is not anxious, and it does not cease to bear fruit. The heart is devious above all else, it is perverse, who can understand it? I, the Lord, test the mind and search the heart, to give to all according to their ways, according to the fruit of their doings. Amen. And the Gospel of Luke in chapter 6 and reading from verse 17. He came down with them and stood on a level place with a great great cloud, a crowd of his disciples and a great multitude of people from all Judea and Jerusalem, and the coast of Tyre and Sidon. They come to hear him and to be healed of their diseases. And those who were troubled with unclean spirits were cured. And all in the crowd were trying to touch him. For power came out from him and healed all of them. Then he looked up at his disciples and said, Blessed are you who are poor, for yours is the kingdom of God. Blessed are you who are hungry now, for you will be filled. Blessed are you who weep now, for you will laugh. Blessed are you when people hate you, and when they they exclude you, and revile you, and defame you, on account of the Son of Man. Rejoice in that day, and leap for joy, for surely your reward is great in heaven, for that is what their ancestor did to the prophets. But woe to you who are rich, for you have received your consolation. Woe to you who are full now, for you will be hungry." Woe to you who are laughing now, for you will mourn and weep. Woe to you when all speak well of you, for that is what their ancestors did to the false prophets. Amen. And this is a word of the Lord. Thanks be to God. And the hymn 103. Fill your hearts with joy and gladness. We have our weekly prayer. Everlasting God, send, out, send us out into the world, renewed by our worship and strengthened by your message. Help us wholeheartedly to trust in the Lord so that we may be a testament to the gospel of your Son, Jesus Christ, determined to bring healing and reconciliation to our wounded world. Amen. Have you been watching the Winter Olympics at all? It can certainly be, be nail biting watching the curling. Maybe too nail biting as our, our colours came so curlers came so close, but finished four, fourth. But there seems to be a lot of new disciplines about. Skiing isn't just about going downhill the fastest or jumping the farthest, but now involves acrobatics. And I was thrilled to watch a teenager from Aberdeenshire turn somersaults in the air from a ski jump. What it must be to see the world from another perspective, to see it as if turned upside down. And our readings today are all about seeing life from another perspective in a topsy-turvy world. The world was turned upside down in Jeremiah's day. For Babylon were the great superpower of the day and they were on a war footing. They seemed to devour all the nations around them and indeed had conquered Judah. But the people in Judah were debating what should they do next. Next. And they decided to go into an alliance with Egypt, another superpower, playing one against the other. It wasn't going to work at all. Indeed, it was all going to end in tears. Jeremiah was prophet at that unfortunate time. And he gave an unpopular message. He seemed to be tasked with this. And he would preach accommodation with Babylon and very much against the alliance. It wasn't what the king, it wasn't what the leaders wanted to hear. But in chapter 17, he gives a lovely picture of a tree by the water, a picture of hope surviving through the chaos, First of all, he compares those who just trust in human endeavours, which he he equated with the the king and leaders, as being like a bush in the desert, shriveling up in the, the drought. But to those who hoped in the Lord, to those who put their trust in the Lord, it was like a tree planted by the water filling its roots from the stream, so that even in difficult times, it would survive and, moreover, bear good fruit. Was all this pie in the sky by Jeremiah or was it a lasting hope? Israel's hopes of escaping from Babylon were doomed to failure. And in the end, Jerusalem would be destroyed Its walls torn down, the temple burnt to the ground. And so many taken all these thousands of miles to Babylon. But paradoxically, the exile turned out to be one of the most productive periods for Israel. For they had to rethink their faith and question what they were all about and they emerge the stronger for it, and we're able to build a new future. Through this COVID pandemic, I'm sure there have been times that we've all doubted that we would come out of it. We've wondered whether it would ever become normal again. At least now we seem to be making good tracks. We're going in the right direction. But we've had to adapt to new ways of doing things. And that has been positive in many ways. As a Church of Scotland, we're going through difficult times. Times of change with bigger presbyteries and possibly bigger groupings of congregations. And, like the Jews in Babylon, we're having to rethink how we do things. But that can be positive, and that too can bear fruit. We hold on to the hope, which is the Lord's. We trust in God in all things. And so we remember Jeremiah's picture of the tree planted by the river bearing fruit. A picture of hope for the future. The topsy turvy world continued in the Gospels. Jesus encourages us to see things from another perspective. And and in the Gospels, we read Luke's version of the the Beatitudes. Now, we're, we're so familiar with Matthew's version given in the Sermon on the Mount. But here in Luke... We have the Sermon on the Plain. Jesus had come down the mountain, was on the plain. And Luke's version is really hard-hitting. There's no sugar coating to it. These are sparse. They get right to the point. Blessed are the poor, full stop. Blessed are the hungry. Blessed are those who are weeping. But woe to the rich and to those who have is a complete turnaround from the accepted wisdom of the day, which was that if you were rich, God had blessed you. And if you were poor, then maybe you'd done something wrong. And and we, we see that in the story of Job. And for the centuries that went on, people still thought that way. There's a new film just released about Tammy Faye, one of the the TV evangelists of the 70s and 80s. The evangelists were always famous for their their lavish lifestyle and, and for presenting a prosperity gospel. They were showing themselves with nice houses and swimming pools. This too could be yours, they were saying, if you trust in God, it's as if God rewarded us with wealth i saw a lot of this in 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 africa and zambia it was all come to our church and you'll become rich and for so many they lived in poverty we have to be aware of that kind of thinking and that's why jesus here is so direct he's showing god's love indeed god's bias for and towards the poor and towards those struggling with life. it calls us to look to ourselves. For too often we worship at other altars. The altars of wealth and power and instant gratification. But these are not the ways of the kingdom. We're called to become, to ever share our good fortune with others. And ever look outwards to see the people around us. We're called to see the world from a different perspective, even that of Christ. In the name of Father, Son, and Holy Spirit, Amen. hymn 544, When I Needed a Neighbour. Let us pray. All good things come from you, O God, and of your own do we give you. Help us to use your gifts wisely in your service. Wise and generous God, we take time today to do as the, the old hymn suggests and count our blessings, naming them silently one by one and giving thanks to you, the source of all that is good and of the the deep-down happiness for which we long. We give thanks for the obvious blessings, never to be taken for granted, good health when we have it, and access to medical care, for food in our bellies and a safe place to live, for people who care about us and for those for whom we can care for freedom to dress and speak and worship as we choose without fear of persecution. But we're grateful also for the curious blessings recognised as such only from hindsight, for losses that help us to see what really matters, for vulnerability that enables us to reach out in love, for our weakness It forces us to depend on you. For brushes with death that have helped us value life more. Loving God, you want all your children to live lives that are full and worthwhile. We pray for those for whom each day is a struggle to survive, never mind thrive. For those who are trapped in poverty and cannot see that ever-changing for those who don't have enough to eat. And also for those who overeat to bury their unhappiness. For those who are shamed or who are humiliated for being who they are. And those who do the shaming. We continue to remember the, those in Afghanistan for families struggling to cope and find money for food, for girls no longer being educated, and women no longer able to work freely. Pray for all hopes and dreams squashed by those yielding power. Pray for all in this country, for all in our local communities as we attempt to return to some normality. Pray for those who are lonely, those still anxious about mixing with others. Pray for the jobless and for the bereaved. Pray for all who are in leadership and parliament and our local councils and communities. Pray for all leaders of the church, for all those in ministry sharing the gospel in whatever form. Pray for those who are weary, those feeling out of their depth, those who are sinking beneath the heavy load of responsibility, and in a moment of silence, we bring the prayers of our own hearts before you, Lord, in your mercy, hear our prayer in Jesus' name, Amen. And our final hymn is a hymn six hundred and forty-four. Oh Jesus, I have promised. And so as we go from this time of worship, we rejoice in the strength of the Lord. We fix our eyes in the grace of Jesus, and we drink deeply of the Spirit who makes us one. May the blessings of the God, Father, Son, and Holy Spirit be with you, and be with all whom you love this day and even forevermore. Amen.